This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. With Christmas a few weeks away mm-hmm. and new stuff about to show up in the house, yeah. there are folks, Tommy, parents mostly, who are going to start cleaning out old things to make room. Yeah. And the story we're going to tell you is a warning. That yeah. Old, yeah. That old junk you think you don't need could be valuable. And you sit here with a big stupid smile on your face. But yesterday, a man who never holds on anything, lives his life this way, Mm -hmm. found out he could be out tens of thousands of dollars because he is, as they say in France, Mm. a dumbass. (laughs) Yeah, get out of the breaker. Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5, WCF. So, Tommy, yesterday, we were talking about sports glory days at the 9 o'clock hour, keeping Mm. your letterman's jacket. Mm -hmm. And if you missed it, you can go check that out at the uh, Odyssey app or WCMF.com. But, Tommy, you shared a story about your uncle. He played football at Fordham University in the 30s. Back in the heyday of, like, Fordham football. He was an All-American running back. Yeah. He's in the Fordham Sports Hall of Fame, and he played in the NFL for three years before World War II with the New York Giants. Yeah. So you said when he died. So when you went, when he died, he he saved all his stuff from his football days, and it was all in like his den in mm-hmm. Florida. So when he died, they it just sat there for years because they didn't sell the condo. Okay. So recently, my cousins, their, their father, I mean their their kids, sold the place. And I even asked my brother because he's down there. I said, "What happened to all Uncle Dom's stuff?" He goes, oh, "I think they just, you know, they just gutted the place." So I think they went in there and just threw Cleared everything it all out. out, furniture and whatever hanging on the walls was just gone. So you said there were trophies, there were NFL pay stubs from the '30s. Yeah, I mean, he had all his equipment. You said a full Fordham football uniform with helmet cleats, giant New York Giants, the the helmets. There was the le- those leather helmets, yeah. all those have pads, pay, yeah, pay stubs, whatever you could think of. All all his like he saved clippings. It all. Yeah. Okay, I wanted to freak out when you told me this because you know what a sports memorabilia <laughs> yeah. nerd mm. I am. All right, so after we had this convo yesterday, mm. we got a Twitter direct message from Ben. You know Ben. Uh, oh, what a dick do. He went on eBay to try and make you look like an ass. Okay, I'm and he sure couldn't. He, did. he could not find a Fordham game used. Uh, it's that rare. Yeah, couldn't find mm. it on eBay. However. He found a simple felt pennant from Fordham University in the 1950s. So this would have been 15 years after your uncle yeah, yeah, graduated. Right. That little piece sold for $500. Just a pennant. That you could buy at the team shop at the thing. Nothing yeah. super special about it. Tommy, mm. that Fordham uniform that got chucked away. <laughs> his cleats. The his helmet. pads. He's got his pads, everything. Yeah. That would have gone for ten grand easy. Yeah. And it just got thrown away. It was my cousin's decision, man. It wasn't my stuff. 
But if you had you been down there when they were cleaning all this out, would you have kept any of it? Well, if you're telling me that, yeah. But well, I but you know, but before, time. before, like, or would you have just said that's nah, all junk? Nobody wants it. Get it's, rid of it. I don't know. I know. Like, I, I have two pictures of him mm-hmm. playing at the polo grounds. Uh, they're like action, like stills that were in like the newspapers. Oh, cool. And that's all I got of it. Those two things and one publicity still. Okay, but you, I love how you talk. Like, if you kept the uniform, you wouldn't have sold it for tens of thousands. Oh, well, if I knew it, there was money, yeah. Okay, but I never thought there was any money in it. I just it just looked like yeah. a bunch of old beat up football. Don't forget when. But it's when such he a cool played, story. I would think you'd want a piece of it just so it would spark somebody else's interest, and you could tell them the whole. Well, story. I, well, that's why I had those pictures. Yeah. Um, but like you know, don't forget back in the day that there was no market for this stuff. It was just junk. Now he used to get letters. My uncle. From all over the world, just because he was a New York Giant, and they, they would just, they just wanted stuff. You know, Giants fans are crazy, mm-hmm. and they just wanted any New York Giant. They, he would get stuff 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 sent in the mail for him to sign. Yeah. These people didn't even know who he was. He was drafted. We, he has a Wikipedia yeah. page. We found it yesterday. He was drafted, he and was he would a- sign this stuff and just send it back to him. You know, because yeah. he was just a nice old guy. Sure. Now the reason we bring this up is well, not- you were the right kind of guy. Yeah, like, no, I'm not sending it for those guys. <laughs> the reason we bring this up yeah. is not to kill Tommy. No. Does everybody have a story with them or their family where they had something that was worth money that was trashed? It was everybody a- has to. If your family's been around, yeah. 252 WCMF. It was at your parents' house. You didn't want to keep something when you moved out. The death of a family member was too much. You just wanted to get rid of it. Only to find out a few years later that some of that stuff could have sold for big money. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't even have to be like college football uniform, giant helmet from the 30s money. Something as simple as an old video game system. Or things of people like, yeah, I did that too. You chucked out your stepson's Uh, Nintendo with all his games. That's a few hundred bucks. That's a few hundred (laughs) bucks you chucked in the garbage. You know how rough kids are with that crap. Tommy, all of that stuff sells now. Yeah. I can't think of how many Barbie collections were given away or sold at garage sales for like, you know, quarters. And all those things are collectibles now. All the Beverly's want your Barbie collections. (laughs) So there are two things right now that are selling for big money that I know a ton of people listening chucked in the garbage. Mm. One, old Hard Rock Cafe t-shirts, the vintage ones. Two, old NASCAR Mm t-shirts, the vintage ones from the 90s. Oh, really? Gen Z kids are buying these as part of this vintage clothing trend. And some of those shirts, I'm not exaggerating, are going for two, three, four, five hundred dollars each. If you had like old Richard Petty, he's like the granddaddy of the sport. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you had that kind of stuff that's original? Bro, we're talking, no, we're not even talking that old. We're talking yeah, stuff from 90, 1990 to, like to like 1998. Yeah. Damn. Earnhardt and Jeff yeah. Gordon and all that stuff. Kimmy, I don't know why these kids have gravitated towards this. Oh, it's really this, weird. Right? It's kind of funny. But like all those shirts that you donated to Goodwill or- You just you, chucked. Yeah, uses a rag in the garage. They would have been worth a fortune. And these stories should be reason enough to never throw anything in your house out but again. But they become a hoarder. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do with them? And by the way- you may still end up with somebody like a me in your future. It's just gonna, it's gonna go to a landfill because I don't want to deal. Okay, fair enough. But you're stupid for doing it. I know, but I'm stupid. There's no. stupid people out there. That no, but do you, things. no, but here's the thing. You sit here nonchalant, like you don't mm. need the money. Oh, I would have taken them. I, my wife would have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody needs the money. But my, you know, my cousins, they didn't see the value in it. Okay. You know, the first of all, my cousin. She's a female. She's 77 years old. I'm pretty sure she's not up to speed on the sports memorabilia market. Fine. You know what I'm saying? I get it, but 
<clears throat> before you start chucking things out, mm-hmm. just Google. Take a look. Yeah, eBay. Look, because the things you least expect, and we'll talk about that in a sec, 252-WCMF, 252-9263. I see you guys on hold. We find out yesterday in the 9 o'clock hour that Tommy's family threw away his uncle's University of Fordham football uniform. Mm-hmm. Pants, helmet, shoulder pads, cleats. He had a Giants. He played for the Giants. He had a Giants mm-hmm. helmet from the 30s he threw away. All, his, all, all those uh, publicity things they used to make these guys do. Just a felt pennant from the 50s at Fordham sold for $500 on eBay. Ben found it and sent it to us. That thing's a worth. That's over $10,000 worth of stuff that just got chucked. With the Christmas presents coming, oh. clearing space, do not throw it out. Don't right. throw it out. Let's talk to Bill. He's on CMF. Hey, Billy boy. How are you, buddy? Hey, Pat. How you doing? Good, man. Um, yeah, one thing I didn't hear you mention that got valuable is records. Yeah. Vinyl records. I mean, it's like I, I probably... I probably had 300 records from when I was younger that over the years ended up getting thrown out because they're a hassle to move and stuff like that. And I, I probably flushed thousands of dollars down the down the toilet of what I could have made today because people just these young these young kids they they will they'll buy anything that's you know whatever Suckers. shape. <laughs> no, Bill. Well, let me ask you this, because I had a little bit of a vinyl collection when I was like a teenager. I did the same thing you did. I got rid of it, and now I started doing it again. Bill, there is nothing more frustrating than when you go to Record Archive or The Hog. This and, could have been mine. Yes, you see a record that you own oh, yeah. th- that's going for like 50, 60, 70, 100 bucks. Right, and I had Canadian versions of a lot of them that were seemed to be they, they, those valuable are worth to the collector. Well, Nobody wants those Canadian. It's no. the same thing, except the uh, the sleeves are made out of denim. <laughs> it's true. No, out of maple leaves. <laughs> Bill, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. All righty. Take, Take care. It easy. Yeah, you too. I think every, but everybody, mm-hmm. every guy I know, back in the day, had a massive LP collection. Yeah. Of just crap that you bought, and to your point. First of all, if you they weighed a ton, yeah, you had to store them, yes, and everybody was told that they're only worth something if they're in mint condition, like they like you just bought yeah. it. If you've opened it up, it's worthless. Mm-hmm. So everybody tossed them out. There was a guy here in town, and I he had a he had a funny name for a guy that collected albums, Marty Duda. <laughs> it was his actual name, and the dude moved like away, like and I mean away like to like the South Pacific. He got a job. In his house, I'm not making this up, he had 35,000 albums. Holy crap. And I believe he blew them all out in a yard sale. Like he got rid of Man. all of it. Man. Now I'm going back to like when I first moved here. Yeah. I don't know what yeah, 35,000 yeah. vintage albums Oof. would be worth. Because that's more than probably the record archive has at any given moment. Yeah, I mean, that's a, it could rival them. That's a great question. How many records yeah, does the record open archive have? Or the hop. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. But see, what you just brought up is what mm. makes this so cruel. You have no idea 15 to 30 years from now what is going to end What's up gonna being be valuable. Exactly. Like, the stuff we think we will be valuable, valuable never is. Like, the Beanie Babies and the Furbies and the Tickle Me Elbows, those always tank. Mm-hmm. But the weird-ass record player your grandpa had that you had to chop up with an axe to get out the front door, yeah. that's now selling for $5,000 for some stupid reason. And the chance to make money, as Bill just brought up, as you just brought up here, it is worth the space you will lose in your home. Because but that, but that, becomes the, that becomes the fight in the house between what your wife thinks is valuable and okay. what you think is valuable. Okay. Because your wife is going to look at your stuff as a bunch of childish crap. Sure, fine. fine. So you got to sell her on the value. Look, in 19... 19- because all the wise went this, buddy. 
uh, please let the court know he's doing the money, the money, money, money Sunday. Sunday. They Look, all went to green. In the 1980s and the 1990s, you're right. There was an argument to be had with your spouse if you wanted to keep this and they didn't mm. want you to keep it. However, now you have the ability to show them. You ha- you can go on eBay. You can look mm. at these auctions that people do and you can show her, look, this is valuable. You wouldn't think it would be. I have a feeling I want to hold on to this. All right. I wonder how many parents, you know, kind of like inherited that stuff and just like gave it or like let their kids use it and beat up on it over the years only to find out later now that it's a piece of junk that it was actually worth something. Because I'm thinking my parents inherited this. It was like this mid-century modern like leather chair from my grandparents' house that they kept like in their that they kept like in their basement. And like, you know, we would go play down there as kids like the thing got beat to crap but they didn't care because it's just an old yeah. chair to them and now i see those exact same chairs in stores going for thousands Damn. of dollars it's nuts i'm like i remember sitting on that chair playing video games and tipping it over and <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like yeah go play with this kid no nobody's ever gonna want this 252 wcmf 252-9263 we had asked earlier what got thrown away mm. that was valuable in your house in your parents house uh, we got facebook messages coming in derek says my mom threw away a full ernie irvin kodak racing suit that my dad won when he worked at kodak she threw away a bunch of that stuff when he went into the hospital that has to be worth something it, old Kodak stuff? No. The NASCAR. Earth, NASCAR, Kodak, NASCAR racing NASCAR. suits. The oh, one wow. that they oh, sponsored. Yeah. Because Kodak sponsored a car back in the day. I've never even seen one of those. No. Have you seen a full NASCAR racing suit? Not mm, on a NASCAR driver? No. By the way, what do you? why would they auction, give that away at Kodak? What do you do with that? I don't know. Well, like, if you're a NASCAR now, you yeah. probably love it. You probably wear it. Put it on. It's That's probably weird. always collectors for that kind Bang of stuff. Bang your old lady in it. No, but how? Where, how? You, you can't get your penis. How? There's no hole. We make it a pit stop, baby. <laughs> You get to cut a penis hole in Ernie Irvin's coat. No, they have zip. In the front, are you sure? Yes, because there's also a famous photo. Did I ever tell you this? So there's a famous photo of all the NASCAR guys one year, Mm -hmm. and one of the dudes, as a joke, pulled his dong out, and and it made it onto the poster before they could... They could call it back. It was already in production. So it got called back, but some people have this poster where one of the dudes literally has his penis hanging out of his NASCAR suit. Bet you that's super valuable. (laughs) That thing's got to be worth it. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So, yes, they do zip. You know, going back to Derek's Facebook messages Mm -hmm. here uh, with the Ernie Irvin racing suit his mom threw away. All that stuff from Kodak and Xerox and Bausch and Long back in the day. All the Chachkula stuff. Yeah, like the vintage. Think about the vintage Mm. cameras that were just thrown away. Oh, yeah. Think about, Tommy, the amount of old Ray-Bans that folks just took home. There are people buying old sunglasses? Yeah, I mean, all of that stuff from the 80s and 90s is valuable. I mean, look. I mean, you know, Bausch and Law made all of the Ray-Bans here. Yeah. Right? And I, I mean, we had a bunch of Ray-Bans that I know we couldn't afford, so if we had them in our house, yeah. I know everyone yeah. was walking out of the place with them. God, old Wayfarers. We all would have been rich. Kimmy, will you eBay real quick, just because I'm curious. I don't know this for sure. Mm. What a vintage pair of Ray-Ban Wayfarers would go for. What year you want to get it? Ah, give me the 1980s. Well, that's, that's what, what Kodak was Kodak. Well, Bausch and Lomb, too, right? Yeah, they They're were cranking. Oh, yeah. So, fun fact, while Kimmy's looking this up, did mm. you know that uh, Bausch and Lomb paid a tiny, itty-bitty sum to some Hollywood production studios to put Ray-Bans in their movies? And that's why Tom Cruise wore them in Risky Business and in Top Gun? Yeah. And uh, the rest is history. There you go. Wow. And that's why now, uh, if you would have held on to those Wayfarers in the 80s, you would have been worth... Right, Kimmy's making a face. What do we uh, got? They're actually not that valuable. Damn! I mean, they range from, like... There's some on here for like a hundred bucks. Damn, um, you rich. There are also some that are like you know fifty five. Still pretty good. 
not bad. Still pretty good. Like this one, yeah, this one's like 120. All right, look, just but I'm not seeing anything too crazy. Still pretty good. 100 bucks for something that's been laying around but, your house. But I wouldn't even know. Like if I walked around the house right now, or anybody walked around their house right now, yeah, and it's stuff you have, mm-hmm. it'd be hard to know what the hell's gonna hit, what ain't gonna hit now. No, you're right. Like, what's going to be hot 30 years from now? That's the cruelty of all this, is you've got to hold on to everything. But what's fun about that Mm. is if you put it in the basement, if you put it in the shed, if you put it in the garage, every decade, you have your own little treasure hunt in your house. Okay, all right. Right? Like, gone are the days, and it's very simple to part with these things now. Mm-hmm. Like, gone are the days where you have to set up a table at a flea market, right? Or, like, now you put it on eBay, Facebook Marketplace, and boom, you throw it in the mail and it's gone. Okay. Don't do it, guys. I'm telling you, there is somebody listening right now that is going to throw something away right before Christmas that is going to be worth five, ten thousand dollars ten years, twenty years from now. But you remember when I had those um, those uh, Apollo eleven coins my mother got me because a man landed on the moon. Yes, we thought they were going to be worth so much money, mm-hmm. and they were worth five dollars. Again, listen to me clear. Listen to and me clear. I saved them. Listen to me clear. Right. The stuff that you think will be valuable. Never is right. the stuff they tell you to collect never gains value. It's the stuff you never expect because everyone throws it away. That mm-hmm. one day you go, "Oh my God, I can't believe right. this." Good luck with all that. This has been your warning. Right. <laughs> all right, let's take a break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. How about a nice, relaxing meal at a place with a slow pace? Mm-mm. Think like a nice country diner, maybe like a small grill on the water. That type of place ain't loud. And Tommy, yeah. they take life a little bit slower. Sounds good. Place that sounds like this got louder than it wanted to recently. Well, a man's been arrested because of it. We'll tell you the story in a second. But if you were there, you might have to do something to help the situation, right? Uh, Okay. You're hanging out in the break room. Watch this classic Wack 96.5 WCMF. The story comes to us from a place we rarely talk about. Oh, what's that? Virgin. Oh, yeah. I'm more of a Byron guy. (laughs) (laughs) A 26-year-old man has been arrested after an incident at a restaurant in Virgin. Mm. Police say the man was at Ralph and Rosie's 
Sounds cute. Sounds quaint. Yeah. 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 While at Ralph you and get Rosie's. a good cup of coffee at Ralph and Rosie's. While at Ralph and Rosie's, this mm-hmm. man got into an argument, according to police, with two people. That Ralph argu- and Rosie or somebody else? Somebody else. It's ours. Right. Uh, Tommy, that argument, please say, led to a fist fight with both people. At a diner. Uh, now, we don't know if it was a diner. We just know Restaurant, it was Ralph yeah. and Rosie's. Mm. We don't know what the argument was about, but authorities say this man broke several items out in front oh. of the business after the fist fight. He was charged with assault in the third degree, criminal mischief. He has a court date coming oh, up. God damn. I know, intense. All right. Now, here's the thing. Mm. We in the break room have never been to Ralph and Rosie's. No. no. Never even heard of it until now. Mm. But in my head, I like to imagine it is some quiet little place. Mm-hmm. A lot of regulars. Mm. Ralph works the grill. Mm. Rosie has her pen and pad ready to take your order. Their granddaughter, she's the hostess working her way through vet tech school. Mm. On hot days, Rosie fans herself with her notepad and says something like, Sweet tea molasses, it's a scorcher in these britches. In her britches? In these br- my britches are scorching. <laughs> you know the place I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. Right? It's a small town eatery. Mm. And it's not the type of place that would be accustomed to what this man is accused of. Yeah. If you're in a place like that, mm. quiet little joint out of the way, and something crazy like this goes down. Don't you feel more of a need to do something? Oh, like protect you're your little spot. Sitting there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Hey, cut it out. We don't do that around these parts. <laughs> I, mean, I can tell you ain't from around here. What? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, no, you're you're awfully quiet. All I ain't sudden. getting involved, what man. What do you mean you ain't getting involved? That's Ralph and Rosie's goddamn problem. I'm out of there. But Ralph and Rosie, they've owned this restaurant for fifty yeah. years. It's a problem mm-hmm. for yeah, them. Yeah, I could Tommy. absolutely see somebody. Like a regular, especially standing up and having to say something. Wrestling to the ground. You're ruining everybody's time here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look, there are restaurants Mm. that you know you don't step in if something goes down. Mark Texas Hots, Tahoe's, Gitsy's back in the day. Mm. Those employees are all trained Green Berets. Yes. And there are other places that have like procedures in place. Like, for example, if a fist fight breaks out at like the Olive Garden. Well, yeah, the corporate chain's got the corporate. Chain of command. And they have like, you know, 15 mm-hmm. employees, right? I'm going to keep sitting there and eating my breadstick. But at a place at Ralph and Rosie's, Tommy, they can't handle this situation. No, they can't. Rosie just turned 73 and Ralph, well, you know, is he's got that heart thing going on. All right. The need to want to help would be But you be can make strong. things worse. Okay. I'm not trained to take down crazy. Okay. Most people aren't. So what are you going to do? But who's more trained? Who's got a better shot? You? Or elderly Ralph and Rosie working behind the counter. She's making her famous pecan pie. She can't be distracted with stuff like this, Tommy. <laughs> Wait, she's making a pecan pie while she fans herself uh, taking my order, and also she's my cashier. It's hot and in britches. She's got a lot to do, Tommy. <laughs> you wouldn't feel any need to do something. I mean, my own ass and with the people I'm with, that's my obligation. Okay. I ain't stepping in. Look, I'm with I'm you. I'm that step-in guy. I'm with you most of the time. Most of the time, I want no part of stepping in. And you're right. It's going to make things yeah. more dangerous. But there's something about like a small yes. town restaurant where everybody mm-hmm. in the place is elderly, and you know the folks behind the counter can't handle it. They only got two or three people there. I feel like, I would feel, Kimmy, like I would have to do something. Am I wrong here? Yeah, I think you get protective over the places that are almost like a second home to you. And I think that's what a lot of like these little, you know, diners mom and, and pops. mom and pops mm. places are to people. So, okay. yeah, they get protective over it and they don't want you coming in and messing it up for everybody. Phone number is 252-WCMF. Let's talk to Mark. Hey, Mark, what's going on, buddy? Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey. Uh, yeah, so, man, I don't, I hate to ruin your, you know, your, your image of Ralph and Rosie's, but. 
it's there's there's really I think there's maybe one or two tables in there, a little dumpy place. It's a sub shop. Okay. They sell they sell bags of chips and, and ice cream out of a cooler. Nice. It's it's not, and uh, I don't think not one person in there is over the age of twenty. Okay, listen, Mark. I've already decided what Ralph and Rosie's is in my head, and you can't change I'm that. Sorry. So no, it's over. It's I'm over. Sorry. All right, Mark. I'll ask you this. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. They they have because it was right down the street from my where my campground was, and we used to get it all the time every once in a while. And they had this sweet sauce on their pizza that's ridiculous. So check out Ralph and Rosie's. Mm. What you're saying. Very good, though. All right, Mark, Mark, I'll ask you this question. As a big, dumb man like the rest of us are here in the break room, Kimmy included, Mm. uh, if you were in, like, a small-town diner or, like, one of these country places and something like this did kick up, would you feel a need to do something more than in a place like an Olive Garden or a place like Mark's Texas Hots in the middle of the night? No, because country is country crazy is more crazy. Ooh, that's He's a not good take. wrong that's there. That's a good take. So Mark. even tough ass hunting boy <laughs> over here. I would definitely. rather get involved at, 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 at Applebee's or Olive Garden than, than country crazy. That's not a bad take, Mark. A little, okay. si- little sissy boy, Jeff. On the Jeff Diner. Mark, thanks for the call, buddy. I appreciate it. Hey, you're stepping into country crazy, bro. Yeah, he's he's, he's actually not wrong. That's there. a good take. Yeah. But but then again, I don't know what these people are capable. But of. you got to remember, people in the country are probably ten to twenty percent stronger than people that are, live in the city. They're not gorillas. What, what are you talking about? They're not country <laughs> folks in the mist. No, but they are country built. What are you talking about? Like there's like there's country muscle, they have country and strength. Then, there's country muscle, and then there's city muscle. Like oh. you, you got it at the gym. These guys got it from like working. Okay. Like, like they have like. So you're saying c- you wouldn't mess with them then? No, they okay. have country strength that you don't understand. Okay, but here's the thing: if that's the case, then, and I'm in a place like a quiet little diner, that means maybe I need to do more because if Ralph and Rosie are both elderly, what but are they going to do with country even crazy? That, well, they're country people too. But even that hard ass hunting guy who just called in was his base camp. Ain't stepping Base in. Camp. He doesn't have a militia. No, but he's got, he's a, got camp. a camper. He had whatever a party call His hunting camp. Whatever you call it. You know, shut up. And he's waiting for his <laughs> sweet sauce on his pizza. Dude, by the way, we're getting... I'm sorry, go ahead, Kimmy. No, I was going to say that. Would that be also be a factor uh, if you're waiting for your food and you just want that food so bad and now you're holding up my meal that I've been waiting oh, all day for? because you're hangry. Because now you're angry because these people are delaying your meal. So you may step in? Yeah. I mean, it is where you get the most frustrated. Yeah. Right? Especially in a small town. Especially if you can see your order is up. Yes. <sighs> It's just about to come yep. out to you. Now they got to go deal with this situation. 25GWCMF. By the way, we're getting rave reviews from listeners on Ralph and Rosie's. Daniel writes us, Ralph and Rosie's top three pizza on the west side. Okay. Somebody else called about the pizza, too. It says a lot. So he's got a sweet sauce on the pizza. That's what Mark said. And Mark seems like a guy who knows all about sweet sauce. Oh, yeah. Uh, 252 WCMF, we're talking about this story out in Bergen. Bergen, congratulations, yeah. you made the break room. Uh, 26-year-old man arrested after police say he got in a fist fight with two people. We don't know what the fist fight was about. He was about. swinging. Happened after an argument started. Says that after the fist fight, he also broke several items out in front of the business. We now know Ralph and Rosie's is a pizza and deli. But again, I've already established it as a quaint little diner in Bergen, right. so that's not going to change in okay. my head, right? I mean, Tommy, you have a saying that I normally agree with. What's that? Get what? out. Leave it to the pros. Yes. Right? That's why they're there. Uh, but what do you do when there are no pros present, when there isn't security, when there isn't a manager on duty, and when it's happening too fast for the authorities to get there? Mm. Because you can also make the argument, and I'm with you again. Let me say this again. Do not get involved mm-hmm. 99% of the time. But you can also make the argument by not acting, you may be putting yourself in danger. Let me find out. Okay. Because I don't want my ass hurt. No, I don't. I want my pizza and my rosy sauce. <laughs> 
And that's it. I want to get out. Wait, 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 wait. You like rosy sauce? I'm here. Well, Mark said it's delicious. I, I'm going to go check out some rosy sauce right on top of the pizza. Bro, there. you're not going to believe this. I just uh, entered into a franchising deal. No kidding. Yeah, where I am now the outside producer of rosy sauce. Where do, where, where do I get it? Well, I set up a factory and kiosk in the men's room. No kidding. Yeah. What's it called? It's called Not What You Think, But Now It's Made by <laughs> Pat Rosie's Close Your Eyes. Ooh, it's hot in these britches sauce. I fan myself while I give it to you, too. My lord, it's getting sticky. All right, let me ask you this, mister. I don't want to get involved. I'm a coward. No, no, I understand, and that's fair. I trade. It is your American right to be a coward, mm. right? Not going to shame you for it. Mm. But I'll ask you this. Mm. Let's say you're in Ralph and Rosie's. And something goes down like this. And Ralph puts on his Korean vet cap and he grabs a broom. And Rosie's begging him, Ralph, don't do it. Your pills are at home. And Ralph tells her, Rosie, someone's got to stand up when things aren't right. So he goes all Grand Torino on this guy. And he goes outside Mm. and Ralph just takes a beating. Yeah. Just takes a beating. And it's all over the news. Mm. What do you say to your friends when 13 Wham catches you meekly sneaking out of the restaurant while they're broadcasting while Ralph is lying there, his Korean vet cap turned sideways. <laughs> Rosie, you was right. I'm sorry. Rosie, I should have listened because you might look bad if things get bad. I don't. Here's the thing, Pep. I don't mind looking bad. Okay. If it saves my old ass. That's horse crap. Horse crap. Because if that happened, if you were in our version of Ralph and Rosie's, Right, and there's Ralph. He's on the ground. Oh no! And you can see me running away. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, Catalana is reporting because they were short on reporters that day. Right. You gotta ask yourself, why is this <laughs> tiny, balding man slowly, quietly walking out of this restaurant? If I came in and busted your balls, you would make up a story as to why. Well, you yeah, I make up a lie. Okay. Sure. So you know it would make you look bad. Yeah, I was going to get something out of the car. Kimmy, would the optics of it make you feel like you had to act? Like, because let's Maybe, say no. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Would you encourage your husband? No, but he would probably stand up and like make sure everybody's safe. Especially now that you're in that calendar, you have to. Right? <laughs> Give me a beefcake boy and not step in. To your you... point, I think because just my husband's been a big person his whole life. Like That's how people, that goes. Yeah, like it's it's just expected that you're supposed to do something. It sucks. Yeah. That sucks so hard because here's the thing. Right. You're allowed to be a coward, Tommy Mulet. Yeah, based on size. Yes, you're little. You dress the way you do. Nobody expects you to do anything. It's great. I can tell you from personal experience, I'm no tougher than any other human being. But if something goes down because I'm 6'3 mm-hmm. and uh, beefy, what beefy, 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 you lost a lot of beef, bro. But like every time something goes down, like people will look yeah. at me and what am I? I got like a mouthful of you know pasta. I don't want to do and nothing. your little hipster beard. You want to talk to me about hipster with those boots on? You Paul McCartney bitch ass <laughs> wannabe. <laughs> Maybe I'm amazed uh, you were able to get those on this morning. What are you talking about? They don't even have a zipper on them. No, they're slippings. Shut up. <laughs> we have Facebook messages coming in. You can always get us at WCMF for the Break Room Facebook page. This comes in from John. John says, you don't have to worry about this. Stuff like this doesn't happen at places like that in small towns because people know who's tough and who's not. And if you want to mess around while that tough guy's in the restaurant, well, you're going to learn a thing or two. Okay. It just happened in, a, in that town. Okay, but the Ralph and Rosie's we've created mm. is not the Ralph and Rosie's that okay. exists. Right, right now, this is a pizza place deli. I yeah. can understand why in a pizza place deli something like mm. this might happen. Okay. No matter how quaint and quiet. Yeah. You know, you never know what happens. You but, don't. Right, right. You just don't. All right, so what did we learn here? 
Uh, we learned that Ralph and Rosie's uh, is very good at what they do. But they're a sandwich and sub shop. Yes, but they said, we've heard, top three pizza place on the West right. Side, so we got that going for us. Mm. Uh, we've learned that Tommy Muley, no matter the situation, will not inject himself in. I'm out. He's out. And we learned that if you want really good sweet sauce. Mm-hmm. Ralph and Rosie's. Yeah. Or your kiosk. Both places. Yes. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. You need to calm down. What I do? What do you mean, what do you do? You're getting furious oh. about this new idea, which I think is it's, it's a good idea. No, is that a good idea? Is that, uh, no. <laughs> it makes sense why this company would do this when you hear this fun fact about this franchise. It's a month, it's a month supply in one thing. Shut yeah. up. You're hanging out in the break room. Rock's just <clears throat> classic rock, 96.5, WCMF. We'll jump right into it. What has made Tommy furious in the commercial mm. breaks all morning? We're all familiar with Subway, Sandwich yeah. Shop, right? Number one shop. Uh, if we're not mistaken, and you said you've heard this as well, mm. that Subway uh, worldwide has overtaken McDonald's for the most franchises in yeah, existence. Yeah, they're the number one chain now. They're everywhere, yeah. right? There's like three in every town. Mm. So you go there, you get your subs. It's your foot long. Yeah, they got- Charles Barkley will tell you what to order. Yep, they got hot soups. Mm. And then they're also famous for their little cookies. Yeah. Cookies are good. Mm. Well, they're adding to the cookie menu, Tommy. Yeah, what are they doing? Starting in January, and uh, actually right now at select Subways, Mm -hmm. they are selling foot-long cookies. So that's a snowboard-sized cookie. For you. (laughs) That's a 12 inches of cookie. I know what a foot is. And you just ordered a 12-inch sub. Okay. So you're ordering a foot-long sub, Uh a foot-long cookie, and then you're going to lose a foot. That's too much food, Pat. Mm. That and more come uh, uh, December, December 15th. 15th. No, he doesn't have a mic. Don't <laughs> no, worry. Go, go October 15th. It's going to be a better show. <laughs> Peter Frampton cover band. I don't know why you're so upset. Yeah. There's too much you goddamn food. You don't have to eat the cookie all at once. Oh, yeah, that's what happens. Somebody <laughs> lingers on their Subway order. You know, I'd like to have a little of that for dinner tonight. Y'all wolfing that down at, at the goddamn uh, sub shop. <laughs> I mean, no, he's right. If you're going to get a full eating, eating, I, think, I, think, I, think, I mean, I'd eat it throughout the day. No, you ain't. It's a, it's a, it's I a, watch you eat throughout the day. You don't eat nothing throughout the day. You have more food. I don't know what point you're trying to prove. You don't side food. He's so mad. He's not even making <laughs> sense over a cookie he's never going to eat at a restaurant he never goes to. I can't imagine how, because everybody loves a cookie. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Right? Yeah. But there's a reason why they make a cookie. That's a box of cookies. Okay. Yeah. So Subway has made this move because, and here's your fun fact of the day, <laughs> what? Subway sells the most fresh-baked cookies annually of any store in America. So they must be I believe delicious. That. Yeah, no, those Subway cookies are great. You can always just like, add it on to your order mm-hmm. with yeah, a drink. Tr- yeah, they used to be like three for a dollar yeah. on top of the right. And my brother, he worked at Subway when we were in high school, so I used to eat those cookies for free all the time. Nice. And it was great just yeah. walking. Wah, 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 wah. And there's no question that at some nights I would eat three feet worth of cookie. So I'm fine with this. I would eat the whole foot of cookie. Why should I feel well, shame? Some just- fat slob is going to go on, go in there, mm-hmm. order whatever their deluxe foot-long sandwich is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Order their foot-long cookie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what they're going to do. What are they going to do? 
They're going to put that cookie. Nah, you want to enjoy the cookie separately. Oh, no. I've seen, you've, you both have seen this. Cookie They're going to drop sandwich? that cookie inside the sandwich and knock it all out in one the Cookie pit. on a sandwich sounds like a dad cover band this weekend <laughs> at the brew house. But you the know. cookie doesn't add to the, te- like I get putting like chips on a sandwich. Mm-hmm. You get the crunch. Yeah, a right. cookie just makes the sandwich chewier. It will happen. No, this is what a sissy, non-eating bitch he is. You're right, Kimmy. Yeah. The texture and the flavor yeah. of the cookie Yeah, because fat guys are all about texture. Well, no, but I'm not saying they won't eat the cookie. They're they gluttons. just won't eat it that way. What meat could go with a chocolate chip cookie? I don't it doesn't know. Ask eat- your mom. Look, now you're lashing out because you're angry lashing about Lashing out at your mom? You're lashing out because of a cookie you're never going to eat at a place you never go. A woman likes a good footlong. I will say with this... <laughs> How would you know? Footlong cookie. I showed up twice. I have some questions. <laughs> she told me to kiss her where it stinks, so I took it out of Lake Ontario. Oh! <laughs> I have some questions about the optics of this God. cookie. It's Opti- a footlong. What optic do you need? Because I'm, I'm wondering, like, I feel like the cookie, there's too much room for burnt edges on this cookie. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, but like, I love the, I like a cookie, a, 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 a nice round cookie ratio. It's a little crispy on the outside, nice and chewy and melty on the inside. I don't know if you can achieve that with a footlong All cookie. Right, I'm going to counterpoint that as we're talking about the Subway footlong cookie. It's in select stores now. It'll be introduced everywhere in January. Cookie cakes can do it. Yeah, but they're oh, big yeah, and round right. usually, yeah. or, no, squ- or big and square. Like they're not. No, but long. that's more surface area right, yeah. than the hmm. cookie. You don't think don't with know. the I'm AI skeptical. they have this figured out? I'm skeptical of the foot long cookie. So you're right. I'd rather, I'd rather have like multiple good. cookies than one long cookie. I don't know about the long. And that way I can get different types of cookies. I'm not committed to one type of. Well, cookie. you only get one cookie there. It's just a chocolate chip cookie. Well, you can buy as many as you well, want. Well, they do make different cookies in some yeah. way. They oh, got they the do? macadamia nut cookie. Yeah. They got the oatmeal raisin Wait, cookie. Wait, what's a macadamia nut foot long? I don't macadamia know. Macadamia nut do is a super expensive. Holy Christ. I'm not sure how many options they provide That's for the foot long cookie. That's your top nut. No, I, I don't know. Man. No, macadamia nut, the nut. Okay, calm down again. You, why are you? You can only grow them in like one specific area of like Hawaii. I'm going to talk to Kimmy now for a little while. Look, I've seen the picture of the cookie being held by a normal human hand, and it does look like a ridiculously large. So it's shaped cookie. like the sandwich. Yes, it's, it's not it's round. Long... It's shaped like the sub. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it'll fit in the bag. Think about that. <sighs> drop your sub in there. Drop your like a baguette. You set a cookette. Cookette. So, like, the only thing that would, I think, keep people from ordering the footlong cookie... Death. ...is a Subway is not a place where you're traditionally eating ridiculous mm. food, ridiculous size food, because, like, a sub is supposed to be a footlong. Yeah. We're, you're used to that. Mm. There are some places where giant food works, like a county fair, you'll eat giant food. Baseball mm. game. Yeah. Walking around the mall. Like, a two-foot pretzel the size of your okay. face while shopping. It is weird how we've accepted giant food is okay at the mall. Yeah. Because right. you can also buy a cookie the size of your face <laughs> yes, at the mall, and yeah. nobody looks at you sideways while you're eating it. Well, that's why they nice probably, snack. to your point, they realize that that's why they shaped the size, the same shape as the sub, so you're more comfortable with it. Like you're holding it like an AK-47. And you can eat it like that. <laughs> you can eat that. Sam- you can eat your w- sub and your and your cookie the same way. It would be a little off-putting to see watch somebody eat a foot-long cookie because it just wouldn't Hook look comfortable. Used to it. Holding it, I and, don't know. And like Subway is a restaurant of convenience, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how many people sit around and go, you know what I want for dinner? Let's load the family up and go to Subway. Mm. So like right. a lot, it's a it's a workplace lunchtime, mm-hmm. you know, coming home from dinner. In and out, yeah, yeah. So you would be sitting and eating a foot long sub and then a cookie in one spot. That feels pretty depressing. It's a pretty big commitment. By e- eating a foot long cookie by yourself in a subway in a strip. Well, mall. if you're going home, like you or, said, you just grab it and going home and sit and pop it on the couch and 
watching the Sabres and eating your food. Do people take Subway home? I always thought well, most people didn't eat it there. It was to go. I don't think I've ever eaten Subway outside of a Subway. I've, I've, really? Yeah. Not even like on a road trip? I've no. always just grabbed it and ran. No, you can't eat a Subway sub on a road yeah, trip. Or right, right, eat it in a car. I, it would be car food or yeah. going home food. No, but. car food. Foot-long no, cookie gonna... seems like a bad idea for car food. No, Those crumbs co- are going to be everywhere. Yeah. Foot-long cookie would work. You just got to get your mouth around it so the crumbs don't <laughs> oh, fall. Oh, why don't you show everybody? I will show everybody. Wait, we, we can't wait till Saturday night. I learned from watching your mom. <laughs> no, but if you eat a foot-long sub, if you got toppings on the lettuce, the onions, yeah. the oil's going to be dripping, it's all over the pot. No, you can't eat but a sub on the road. That guys don't care what they you drip or drop. can't eat a yeah, sub on the road. Yeah, but you got that road. big piece of paper, big, you know, catch everything. There ain't no sub while driving. There ain't no sub while driving. There ain't no sub while driving. There ain't no cookies in China. <laughs> there are plenty of cookies in China. They don't have cookies. Fortune cookie. That's American, and I think it was Japanese that started. Japanese guy. American Japanese? Yeah. In San Francisco? Yes. Let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 